Hello, Pastor Deborah here again, and we are in another word of encouragement for you, little one, right out of the Zoom studios. Yeah, we're right in my living room. Some weird things like, see right there, that brown, that's my chair. If you see some weird things happen around my hair, that's my background coming through because I don't have a green screen. I am learning that I just don't like them. I know they make the picture look better, but they are cumbersome. Mm -hmm. So please forgive me if I get looking a little weird or something from the background comes in. But welcome, welcome. We are here in another word of encouragement video. This is a motion picture from Pixabay that I'm using on Zoom and recording for you. This is number 21 of the year 2022. I am trying to get all 52 weeks recorded. Then I'll start on the year 2023. It is so important to have a word of encouragement at least each week. Because my goodness, the battles, the turmoil, the lack of peace that's going on. We need help. And there are so many people trying to help everybody with words of encouragement. Acts of kindness and love. Yeah. We're all trying in many different ways to help each other. And my way is teaching you, bringing you, you words of spirit and life. That's right. From the King James Bible that have helped me and encouraged me my whole life. So in this word of encouragement, number 21 of 52, I think we'll make it real soon, and I'll start on the year 2023. This one is entitled, Are You a Simple One? Are You a Fool? Oh, my goodness, what questions to be asking you. But somebody has to, and that's what mamas do. When mamas sit you down and say, honey, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Why did you do what you do? Now, mamas know little children, they're simple ones. Yeah, They're more just acting on their feelings. Or what they have learned from watching their parents or their brothers and sisters or their community. They're considered simple ones. They don't have a lot of education yet or knowledge. They're not very old and they're very young. And some of us might say, you are a few foolish child. Even to adults, we might say that you're acting just like a child. Mm -hmm. So this word of encouragement is to help you ask yourself, no matter what age you are, are you a simple one? Are you a fool? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your help today through your Holy Spirit with these words that we need to reflect on, examine ourselves and to be looking deep. We know, Father, that you already know the answers to these questions. 
And you're going to help us to learn about ourselves through your word. So thank you for your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher. And be with us as we learn and perceive your words. Father, any scramblers, any fowls of the air that are flying around when this word is given, you take them and you blow them far, far away so that these little ones can hear your words of spirit and truth. In the name of Christ Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Amen. All right. We're going to use Proverbs 1, 20 through 22 and verse 25 out of the King James Bible. That's the Bible that has no commentaries from anybody. Strictly the translations out of Hebrew, Greek, maybe Latin and Aramaic. There's no sidebars, no commentaries from any denomination, from any person. It's not geared for any particular topic. I know there are Bibles that are geared for helping you understand the word from being abused. Or if you want monetary gain. And so people write them and they slant the scriptures. So I have always trusted in the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of God himself. And he's in me. He's in my spirit. He's a form of light. And he brings revelations, spiritual knowledge to me in many ways. I can read the scriptures, but I usually don't understand them. I go, I don't understand what the deep spiritual meaning is. Help me. And I leave it up to him and the Father, and they decide what will work. Now, they can use nature, animals, plants, sun, the weather. They can use my past experiences. They can use words out of dictionaries, maybe movies I've read or books I've written, books I have read, or fairy tales. Yeah. He uses fables. He uses Walt Disney movies. He uses stories written by Christians, mm -hmm. like Alice in Wonderland. That's right. He also uses books by C.S. Lewis. He also uses history. Ancient Egypt, gods and goddesses, the Greeks. Ancient history. Yeah. I study it all. I watch videos, documentaries, histories, read books, true stories, biographies of people. When I was a youngster, probably early teens, I read a true story. One was about a Russian MiG pilot who had left Russia mm -hmm, to come to America. He even brought the MiG with him. True story. And I read about the true story of Vivian Lee, who played in many wonderful movies. Gone with the Wind, that Hamilton woman, and how her biography, she ended up with mental illness. Mm -hmm. I would read true things. Now, my parents, they would read books. But they just read novels that weren't true. I wanted to know truth about people. 
places and time. Did you know I even read Hitler's Mein Kampf when I was just a teenager? I wanted to peer into his thoughts, his minds. I grew up in a military family. So military and war were always a part of my life. Airplanes and bombs. The dedication of a soldier and his family to freedom. I lived on military bases, never was a part of the community. And that training has stayed with me. Oh, I tried to fit in the community, but I don't fit. When you're a military soldier, you don't fit. You can go all around the world, live on your military base, but you will never be a part of that nation. You are a freedom fighter for all nations. You're dedicated. You will battle. You will leave your family and go to war to save other people. That's right. So God will help you through everything in your life. Maybe your brothers and sisters. Maybe through your trauma and abuse or trafficking. Mm -hmm. Maybe even the death of somebody else. You will use that. Maybe you lose a job or get a job. Or you make a good grade on a test at school. You'll use that. You'll use your first kiss, your first boyfriend or girlfriend. That's right. You'll use your children. He will use anything he can to help you to learn. So the question for you today that he wants to ask you is, are you a simple one? Are you a fool? That's right. So let's look at Proverbs. Proverbs was written by King Solomon of Israel. He was King David's son. And he ruled a long time very well. And then he messed up because of sex and women. He had too many wives. But before that, he was a very wise king. A king is a politician, a national leader, a CEO, an administrator, a manager. He's also a shepherd and a pastor of his nation, the people. So let's go to Proverbs 1, verse 20. God's wisdom, King Solomon is telling us. The God of King Solomon cries calls and speaks to all. So wisdom seems to be a person who has a voice. She, oh my goodness, King Solomon was told by God that wisdom is a she, a female. It's a female side of God. Mothers are full of wisdom. And he is saying she utters, wisdom utters her voice. She speaks to us. Her words in the streets, wherever we go, in our dreams, in our homes, on the job to us, out in the marketplace, in our family, even in our religious places, in nature, through nature in stories, and in life itself, 
She's calling to us, speaking to us. King Solomon learned. Verse 21. She cries and calls and speaks in the chief, the very important and highest places of concourse, a place of meetings at gates of entry in times like your dreams, through circumstances of just living in the city. Wisdom is calling out to your spirit and soul. She utters, she speaks, he says. Her words saying to you, verse 22, how long, how long, you simple ones, Will you love simplicity? Means ignorance, not knowing. How long will you stay a child and not grow up? How long will you love not loving your neighbor? How long will you not desire my wisdom, she's calling? My lack of knowledge that you seem to love? How long will you stay in your beliefs, in your ignorance, and not have my truth and understanding of things? That's a deep calling, speaking. Did you know somebody's talking to you like that? Wisdom's calling to all of us. It's like she's a mama saying to her little one, how long will you not listen to me? You keep getting in trouble. You keep making mistakes. You go to school, but you don't learn. You don't do your homework or you cheat. How long will you stay in that shape? How long will you not listen to me, she calls. And how long will you spiritual scorners, mockers of the light and truth keep mocking me? Keep not wanting to know the truth, denying another possibility besides what you believe in. We see that now in conversations on social media. I have my truth. You have your truth. We all got truths, but none of them are the truth. But that's my truth. That's my experience. That's what I have learned. That's what I believe. Oh, that's what the media teaches me. Oh, that's what my political party believes. So I have to believe that. What if that's not truth? What if that makes you a simple one? Wisdom is saying, how long will you keep mocking me? Laughing at truth, wisdom. How long will you fools, she says, hate knowledge, and truth and wisdom from me. Oh, yes, you can hate truth. You can live so long, hide it, be so corrupt that you have, it is distasteful. And if anybody challenges you, you attack verbally. But there's things. So wisdom is asking you, are you one of these simple ones? Are you a fool? 
That's wisdom back there, calling to you, crying out to you, asking you questions. Why are you like this? She's saying, I'm here. I'll help you. I'll help you to grow and be wise and not be a fool, not be a simple one anymore. Verse 25, but you have set at nothing all my wisdoms of King Solomon's God. You say they're all false. If anybody challenges you, we'll use this example. If you say you love this God, you go to church, make the sign of the cross. Yet you support a party that believes in on-demand abortion at any age, at any time. And even if the baby comes out, that you have a, the doctor has a right to kill it because the mother doesn't want it. What about the father? What about maybe the grandparents of the child? Maybe you are hiding your sin. Maybe you didn't take precautions and you don't want to admit that you just wanted to have free sex unprotected. Well, there have always been ways if you had rape against your will or incest. But some people still say, and this God of wisdom would say that child did not do the sin. It came into life. It didn't have any say in it. And it deserves the right to life, just as you want to live. Oh, well, then some people would say in their wisdom, what about the changes that happen to a female body? And she has to carry this unwanted thing and carry the burden of it. Well, there's choices she can make. She could have a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. No more kids ever. Is it really that a woman looks at her body that giving life is such an unwanted thing? There is no animal or creature or bug or insect or bird that would kill the babies in their womb because it was inconvenient, because they would be inconvenient. So wisdom is calling out to you right now, asking you, how long will you be a simple one and refuse my knowledge, my truth, my understanding, my words of life itself? Wisdom goes on and says, and you, O oh simple one, you, a fool, would have none of my reproof, my correction, my teaching, my lessons, my corrections, my discipline, my instructions in wisdom. So you will remain a simple one and a fool.
that's not pretty. It's like saying you always be a little baby, never growing up, never being a mature adult. You and your thoughts, your mind are simpleton ones. You are fools according to this God's wisdom. Now let's go to Psalm 7, 11. Because you rebelled against my word of wisdom and truth and knowledge, this God says, through King Solomon, you didn't want my understanding and my wisdom. And you hated and you dismissed. <laughs> That's not the truth. But what about this? You got off into your truths, your feelings, your emotions, what your political party believes. Or maybe what your sex believes or the parties or societies you're a member of. He said, because you hated my knowledge, my truth, wouldn't accept it, wouldn't even listen to it. You dismissed my counsel of my own heart, says the Most High God, the God of King Solomon and King David. Is that you? Are you a simpleton, a simple one, a child? Are you uninstructionable? Do you not care about truth? Maybe you only care about your truth, what you think. And you try to find others who believe the way you do. Maybe that's not the truth. Well, do you even know what truth is? Where does it come from? What is wisdom? What is understanding? How do you know truth versus lies? How do you know wisdom versus lack of wisdom? Are you even seeking it? What books do you read? Do you read the Bible? Do you read other religious books? Do you look up the words and the dictionaries? Do you even debrief after an experience? I just helped a young lady in leadership. She had a horrible attack, and I'm working on the side with her, helping her to see. First, we got to get through the attack. And then she needs to think about what just happened, the position she's in. Why she's being attacked, you have to debrief every experience, circumstance. You have to be willing to look at yourself. Why do you say that? Why does a respected person look at you and say, you're a fool? You're not believing truth. You're just been brainwashed by a somebody or a system. Maybe you're skin color and people filled with hate have convinced you to believe differently. Well, where is that truth located? Is that the spiritual truth? What image are you representing? Who are you speaking from? Maybe you're speaking from the God of this world. His name is Satan. He's the adversary of truth and wisdom and love and understanding. He wants to keep you in bewitchment, spells of concealment, deceived, challenging the word of God, always never trusting it or the people that speak it. Maybe you just never want to grow up. 
You always want to be, do whatever you want to do like a child. And then everybody's just got to love you because you're still a child. So ask yourself today this word of encouragement. Are you a simple one who rejects wisdom, who rejects wisdom of the God of King Solomon? Do you even understand the God of King Solomon? You have a relationship with the God of King Solomon and King David. Does he talk to you? Can you look at yourself and ask yourself, are you a fool? And this God's eyes, could wisdom that came from God and King Solomon look at you and what would they, what would she say? Oh, my foolish child. You are ignoring me. I'm calling to you, crying out to you, trying to help you. And you are ignoring me. You hate me. You want nothing to do with me. Is that what she would say about you? Ask yourself. Look. Talk with a pastor, a shepherd, a mama spiritually even animals they don't turn against their creator they don't throw a fist up in his face so are you a simple one are you a fool according to king solomon's god the wisdom uh -huh. Now, many people have made wisdom a goddess, but that's not the truth. Wisdom is God. It's his female side, his mama side, his mother side, his image. Wisdom reflects him both as a father and a mother. The mothers are the teachers. So wisdom is here trying to help you. She's speaking to you. She is a reflection of God himself. And she wants to help you, which is really him, the God of King Solomon. He is here trying to help you. So you'll not be a fool anymore in his eyes or a simpleton. He's trying to give you his wisdom. He's trying to give you a spiritual mama to help you, to guide you and lead you and help you grow up. Okay, that is your word of encouragement for today. And I will see you again in the next word of encouragement out of the Zoom studio, right out of my living room of Agape Love, Love is Here's Ministries. Until next time, let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, those who hear this, help them to examine themselves through your eyes of wisdom. Ask, Help them to learn to ask themselves if they hate you and your wisdom. And if they are a simpleton, a simple one, and a fool, 
Answer their questions if they ask you, Father. Help them to seek your forgiveness for not listening to your wisdom, for not growing up. And wash all that away and then give them your wisdom to help them learn and grow and become the mature child of you that you desire them to be. A mighty king full of wisdom that can rule a nation, solve problems, solve climate change, work with you, help the earth. Solve so many problems of humans. Help them, Father. Help them grow through your wisdom, through a mama. Help them to hear her crying to them, speaking to them in dreams and visions through experiences and movies and books. Help them, Father. They need you so much. Don't leave them alone. Don't let them be orphans. You know their stubbornness, that's for sure. You know it's flesh that's at work. You know the spirit is trapped in that darkness of the veil of the flesh in the helpmate. Give them a Hebrews 4.12, spiritual circumcision. Bring their spirit out so it can meet with you and your spirit of wisdom and learn and grow the way you always intended it to be. Then when it gets back in its soul, it will lead and guide the soul out of being a simple one, a fool. And it will no longer hate you and your wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, see you guys next time in another word of encouragement just for you. Bye.